ministry does. Right, exactly. When's the last time you went over to Africa and did anything besides jump on Facebook? You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Hey, so, I mean, so yeah, damn right, I'm gonna come to to the man's defense when you know when I see that kind of you know hypocrisy. It's like you know. You're sitting there saying that, and you, you you ain't done nothing. You post on Facebook all. You're a false Facebook warrior. You see an injustice, you tweet about Trump or this person, or that, but you ain't. When's the last time you went to Africa and, and 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 bought somebody fresh water? Right, exactly. Built uh, a ch- built a school, man. <laughs> a shelter. Damn, I feel you. Uh, feel free to get comfortable, man. You relax. <laughs> I know you hyped up right now. Yeah, this man on Facebook they kill me. Man. Oh, that's funny. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, we'll... That's uh, just some s- drama. Some suspense. That's some, that's some awesome soul suspense we're, stuff. We're dropping. I thought it was terminated for a moment. Hey, that's the drama. That's the drama. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Terminator. <laughs> yes, sir. Pay your rent on time. Or I'm going to have to drop the eviction bomb. Go <laughs> your spot up. Oh, oh man. man. Here we go. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Are we recording yet? Yeah, we're recording right now, man. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Y'all seen us. We're messing around with the song. Are we live on, on Facebook? We're not too? live on first Facebook just yet. We're going to go live right now. Going live. We're just doing a little, 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 <laughs> little check with our sound effects. All right. We're live right now, man. All yeah. the way across all, on all channels. On all we're channels. Live on all channels. So, yeah, we're just playing around with the buttons. Yeah, these buttons are yeah. I'm, I'm excited about these, man. Dropping these in the podcast, man. This this is yeah, absolutely excited about that. Exactly. So yeah, you might be on Facebook Live and you can't necessarily hear them just yet. We're working on making sure that you guys can hear all that stuff too. So absolutely <laughs> coming, coming soon. Nate, 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 Nate's building it out. So yeah, everyone can uh, enjoy what we're doing throughout all social media platforms. So I'm I'm so excited about where we're headed in 2020. Exactly. Yeah, we were just talking about, um, you know, just making sure that audio quality is, uh, you know, top notch. Uh, we know that, you know, as you're listening, uh, we want to make sure that this is a great experience for everyone. Um, but uh, B, man, thanks for uh, joining up? me again, man. What's good? What's up? Thursday's here again, man. I hey. know. Everything's running together. Weeks just, it just seems like we were here yesterday, man. It's crazy, man. I, I love it, though. <laughs> so we I just finished it. up a nice coaching call. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we recorded it. Yep, yep. Yep. All our members in the multifamily matrix. Uh, make sure you guys sign up and uh, get your, uh, your 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 weekly uh, time with Brian. Um, had a great call. What what were some of the things that we talked about today, man? I mean, uh, it was, a lot of it was kind of around you know the commercial wholesaling. Right. So you know the the, the two uh, new caller clients um, were you know one was you know well established right. in Tallahassee. Big shout out to Carlos um, and his group. And then Jesus in Orlando, Florida, um, you know, just starting out in the wholesaling business, but wanted to go a different route, different path, wanted to wholesale, get into the commercial wholesaling right. and add that to the, to the, you know, residential that he was single family homes that he was already doing. So exactly. Um, yeah, just a lot about helping them develop the scripts and understanding how to quickly evaluate. Cause you know, there's difference when you're, 
syndicating like I'm doing, you're looking for investment properties. It's, you know, there's, there's no shortcuts on the due diligence process, but you know, when you're looking to wholesale, you're only trying to hold up, lock it up under contract. You're really trying to find out if it's a good deal. There's, you know, you don't really need to go into, into depth and the due diligence and the underwriting process. You just really need to get the value quickly. Exactly. So just talking about that. I remember, um, Jesus on the call was talking about, um, how he approached a um, apartment owner, a small mm-hmm. apartment owner, and he was kind of romantically connected to his uh, property and what wanted. Yeah, to- yeah, and why you know some you know those calls you, and it comes with experience, and it's good that he went through that process of getting chewed up and right. spit out. But uh, but you, you'll he'll eventually understand that you know this business or that wholesaling business is about creating your pipeline. Yep. And cold calling and doing whatever it is you got to do to get these individuals on the phone and then quickly assess the situation and weed right. them out. Right. The fun, you know, the ones that are like this gentleman that are just stuck on a certain price. Give me $4 million. You know, that's all I want to talk about. You know, my property's worth this and I'm not taking a, you know, if that's their approach, then, you know, it's like, yes, sir, I appreciate that. Here's my information. I'll circle back with you in a few months and see how, where you're at. Exactly. You know, you tell them what you can do for them, how you can be of service to them, and but get them off the phone and on to the next because, mm-hmm. you know, really it becomes a point where it's really about how many people within a day you can touch, especially if you work a full-time job like he does. Correct. So how many people can I touch and, 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 and offer my services of value? And then for him, it's how does he do it organically when he doesn't have the depth of knowledge maybe like that I have to be able to hold conversations and go down various different rabbit holes with these guys and then bring them back to the to the point to where we can see, you know, value exactly. and how both of us can 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 uh, have a win-win situation. Right. Uh, you know, when you don't have those skill sets, you can be taking down these rabbit holes and may never come back to the to the point of how we can be of service and how we can create a win-win. Right. So it's like, how do you create a script for him? Yep. How do you insulate him with the services and tools Correct. he needs to quickly make evaluations? And then, you know, how, you know, then, of course, when we get to the point of him locking up his first deal, how do you lock up the deal? How do you then go to your list of, uh, of syndicators like myself that are right. looking to buy, you know, properties, possibly even cash, you know, and then how do you, you know, how do you orchestrate that? But, you know. A lot of that, you know, he already has because he's wholesaled some houses before. So he kind of, the process really is the same. It's just locking it up, you know, um, different techniques on being able to put money up. Exactly. You know, because when you're dealing with commercial, people want to see a deposit, you know, for the, you know, when you uh, usually attach to the LOI. But, you know, how do you work that? You know, right. how do you, how do you, how do you, you know, do you bring in an investor to do that? You know, you know, what other techniques are there available for individuals to either circumvent that or. Right to be able to, to use an investor's, you know, capital to, to do that. So, exactly. you know, just being able to give them all the tools and resources they need to, to be successful to wholesale an apartment building. Nice, man. I love it. Well, speaking of offering services and offering value, uh, we had the privilege of sitting in on a discussion today with uh, the CEO of NARPM and the CEO of Buildium, um, listening to the 2020 trends of the property management industry um, and you know, got some great insights on, you know, how to actually add value. And I know you had some things that you wanted to add as well. Um, you know, so we're going to chime into that and, and just talk about some of the things that, that we were able to discover. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, um, you know, ha- where you thought some of the things were missing. So, you know, I know they were going off on a variety of areas, but I think you said one area that was missing that they didn't really cover was ownership. Yeah, well, you know, they discussed property management companies and their abilities 
to create revenue streams right. and their abilities to, you know, and this stuff, Nathan, you heard, I've been saying this for, for almost 10 years now. Correct. You know, um, so, you know, the, the sheet of music I'm, I, 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 you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm singing off of the music me and you are making is, is, you know, hasn't changed. Um, but I've, I've said from day one, property management companies, you know, the, you know, giving suggestions on creating revenue streams and then understanding what I'm about to talk about, the greatest revenue stream opportunity, but that they have to become a consultant more than a property management company, right. you know, because uh, you have to figure out how to be of service to others. And, uh, you know, how do you become of service to your, uh, to your owners? And then, you know, thinking up other alternatives and services that your property management company can offer. But for me, I think the biggest piece that was missing uh, is really a property management company should think about, you know, becoming a, a syndicator. You know, for me, it was, that was the, that was the, you know, that was, gave me the confidence to become a syndicator. I think that's the missing piece. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I think any great syndicator should be or have been or is currently a great property manager or asset manager. I wouldn't trust a syndicator or a general partner who, you know, basically subcontracted that out third party to a property management company. Right. Uh, you know, that's just me personally. I would have reservations, you know, about that. I would, I want to know the general partner uh, was well-versed in property management and day-to-day operations as well as asset management, um, portfolio management. I would want them to have these, uh, but more importantly, I would want them to be able to, if all hell broke loose, that you could show up on that property and maintain Correct. it and operate it. And that's, and that's what, they, I mean, they said that, that in 2020, there's going to be, more of a need of the highly skilled asset manager, mm-hmm. uh, educated asset manager who understands, you know, operations from start to finish. You right. Know? So, yeah. So if you're looking on back on podcasts and then now you're looking at this report, right. What I've been saying falls in an alignment with what these gentlemen and this young lady said, or exactly. what this gentleman, this young lady, you know, they're basically, yeah, you know, they're, 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 um, you know, um, reinforcing. Exactly. And we're going to make sure that this, um, this in industry trends report is up on brianchavis.com. So make sure you go to brianchavis.com and you'll be able to download the industry report. Um, one of the things, uh, so when you're thinking about, you know, so back to Jesus and, you know, running up on this, this owner of this apartment complex, let's, let's put them in the mindset of someone who actually owns properties. You, you actually own property. So, you know, there's things that they have as priorities. One is like acquiring new clients, new tenants, mm-hmm. um, finding ways to work more efficiently, um, you know, improving communications and increasing revenue and profitability. So, I mean, you know, as, a, as an apartment owner, like if someone actually came up to you and told you, you know, asked you certain questions, you might be open to having a conversation with them versus just saying, hey, can I buy your correct. apartment complex? Correct, correct. Tell yeah. me more about some of the, like some of the things that you would be open. How would you approach, you know? Uh, and it, it, and that's a great question. First of all, it, it would really has to do with, you know, the location of the property. Right. So I assess the situation at hand. So I'm looking at the property, its location, I'm looking at its owner. You know, for me, I can quickly see, put visual boots on the ground and see where your deficiencies are. You can see that in a lot of YouTube um, videos where I'm stepping foot on a property and quickly enable uh, – am able to assess the situation right. based on the interaction either with the leasing staff, management, the interaction with the property and its curb appeal in general. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know, for the most part, you know, you you know, I I I listen. You know, I think I you you know I I I I receive more information by just simply listening, and then I ask a, a series of questions that are strategically placed, and those those questions are going to be based upon what I hear the owner's issues are. So you know, whether it be you know turnover, delinquency, uh, turnover and delinquency, a combination, um, finding good maintenance, you know, being able to, 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 to handle, you know, maintenance tickets in a timely manner, mm-hmm. um, poor curb appeal, uh, you know, what things can they, you know what I mean? So just, just listening, you know, where are your, di- where, 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 you know, where are the, the disconnects, um, and being able to then, you know, offer up some insight there. You know, like I said, there's very few operators that, cannot improve right period end of story so i can you know there i can i can maximize income and minimize expenses you know i can look to someone and say quickly assess the situation you know well you have high turnover correct yeah is that your is that the issue uh tons of delinquencies people paying late on rent yeah that's can i see your qualifying criteria so i can drill down to why probably why you have these issues is because who you're catering your product to, the demographic and psychographic of the prospect tenant. You haven't honed in on that. You haven't developed qualifying criteria to be able to filter that. So you're just leasing and renting to anyone who comes in who may qualify through the tenant screening process, which is a background check and if they have a job. But, you know, you want there's, there's other things within the qualifying criteria that will help me suss out, you know, uh, the ideal prospect tenant for this particular property. Right. So uh, understanding that can I can help. I mean, the eviction process starts at the move-in process. Mm. A lot of people don't realize that your eviction process starts the day I turn I hand keys over to you. Right. So you know, going through the qualifying criteria, the rules and regulations, and having the move-in meeting out, setting the rules and examples, and 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 giving you the expectations that I have of you, and then you should have of me as the management company mm. or owner. Um, you know this, this, this. You know that that process of eliminating eviction starts the day I hand you the keys, and uh, so, and then understanding that you know, n- you know, that you're through your systems and being when an individual is late, being able to handle it immediately, address it immediately when they're late, making sure that the proper notices get on the door the right way, making sure that you're following up and 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 getting the individual in. For me, I don't have a grace period, right? You know. You know that part plaza. Yeah. Rent's due on the first, late on the second. The law gives you a grace period. The three-day notice that we must put on the door. I can't come after you for rent within those three days. I got to give you three days. Mm-hmm. So if the law is giving you three days, why am I going to give you another five days in the grace period? So I won't because it's just prolonged, especially now moving into the holiday season. Right. You know, because things back up in the court system. So, you know, I, I you know, these are these, these are things that you just can help an owner or an operator with when it comes to day-to-day operations at their property, at the operational level. So how are they operating? You know, then how are they handling maintenance? How are they right. handling the day-to-day interactions with their, with their tenants? Uh, you know, curb appeal. There's just so much I can go into, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to help assess, you know, I can look at leasing staff and, and how are you showing your rental units? You know what I mean? Are, are, are you, are you, are you providing a tour? You know, how are you closing at the end? Are you asking for the close? Are you asking for the security deposit and for them to fill out an application? Because if you're not asking, then you're not closing. So, you know, at the end of the day, you you know, how, you know, what is that? So I can help you increase, you know, uh, 
you know, um, stickiness, you know, when it comes to, you know, how long your units are sitting vacant. You know, that might be not, it might not be the problem of the, of the units themselves. It may right. be in the way you're, way you're showing the rental units. Right. You know, how can I increase revenue? How do I increase gross operating income on a property? Um, you know, our, our, our effective gross income on a property, you know, can I increase rents? And if I can, you know, can we do that through, um, uh, amenity packages that we offer? You know what I mean? Understanding that, you know, how you improve these rental units, Nate, you know, do we, do we offer technology? Right. Or do we understand like in Park Plaza? No, technology is, 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 is the phone. Right. So, you know what I mean? Smart technology is, is the phone. So exactly. for me to spend tons of money to make my unit smart right. is a fool's errand. Right. And so, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to actually you know, prompt you on that. So we, we heard, you know, and there was the, the research that was done. Um, only about 10% of people care about smart technology in their apartment complex. And it might right. be different when you own your own home, but smart technology is not an upgrade that you should be investing in as Cause, a, right. Cause smart technology is now uh, mobile. Correct. You know, um, especially when you're in the in the in the in the rental market, Correct. these individuals are not looking for it to be built in. Correct. It's it's mobile. Alexa goes where you go. You unplug her. Yep. If we left right now, you unplug Alexa. You take her to wherever your new spot is. You take your mobile phone to wherever the new spot is. Most Correct. of the lights and the things that you can control through your phone are plugged in. You know, so you take all that with you. So Correct. for me to invest money into technology. No, so I invested the money in the actual hardware, the fixtures, the things that they see when they walk in, ceiling fans, mm -hmm. flooring, fixtures, doorknobs, vanities in the bathrooms. Those are the areas that I – and every time I put something in, I associated a dollar amount with that. Correct. You know, what I can get fair market value for that. By upgrading the vanities, how much can I push the rents? Correct. A, you know, a dollar amount needs to be associated. And then right. I'll, I'll add one more thing. Yep. Then it's the payback period. Right. So – I put in fifteen to seventeen hundred dollars. How quickly, based on the new rent schedules, do I get the, you know, is that paid up? Is, is that payback period? Right. So for us, it's it's like three point two months. Correct. You know, uh, because we went from seven eighty five weighted average at Park Plaza all the way to a thousand dollars. Now we're getting for those units. So you know, the payback period is is is, is, is you know. It, it makes sense to put those amenities in those upgrades in at seventeen to eighteen hundred dollars, if not even two thousand, because you know our payback period is uh you know is is only three three point eight month three point four months or something like that. So, you know it, it makes sense. So understanding how to improve your product right. is key in this rental market. You know what I mean? It's 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 just not going in there with a wand or a checkbook, and you know you really have to understand who your prospect tenant demographic is. And really speak to them when they uh, when they enter in your units. I love it, man. And so, yeah, I mean, these are these are some of the top issues that that property managers face. Um, you know, you're looking at so within this list, there's probably about ten to fifteen different areas that property managers have challenges with. But the top five: efficiency, growth, maintenance, vendors, and overall accounting. <laughs> you know, and so um, you know, those are the same top five. Last year, a year before. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Always the top five. Always the top five. But yeah, if, I mean, if you're looking to figure out how can I add value to someone who's managing a rental uh, portfolio, you know, being able to help them solve those issues mm -hmm. will, will be a great value. And it's a starting um, point. And there was a cool um, statistic that they had shared that intentional investors, they're on the rise for investing in apartment complexes, but that accidental and that un unintentional landlord, they're getting out of the game. 
Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of these people that are holding properties that have inherited them, um, you know, stumbled upon them by being real estate agents or so on. I so forgot forth. what that statistic was, and we'll share that. Yeah. But that see, that is something that if I was in the wholesaling business or I was a realtor or a broker, that's something that I'd be gravitating towards. What type of marketing pieces can I put together to speak to that individual? Because these you folks know, are getting their butts kicked, man. And they want out. Yep. They want a solution. Yep. So, you know, and if I'm if I'm in the solution business, if I'm like a wholesaler, I'd rather deal with that individual with a small apartment building than I would a single family rental. That, you know, obviously I'm doing the same amount of work. I might as well get paid more. Right. right. You know, the you know, the decimal point's gonna move right. over, obviously. And a couple of spots with with the commercial. And they said, you know, two thousand eighteen was the first year that was it rentals took over it was more rentals than, than, home, than ownership. home ownership yeah so it now has shifted on its head where it's not necessarily the american dream to own this home it's you know i want to rent in a nice community you know all the different amenities that well, are available yeah so let's speak on that but look i mean we're in austin texas Did you seen yeah. that community that we had dinner the in the domain the domain in austin texas big right. shout out to the domain You've seen that environment. Yep. That environment was, was that ecosystem was created based upon, you know, no one really ever staying forever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's people, you know, people now they're, they're used to the, the shared economy. They're used to, um, you know, now it's taboo to say, I'm going to put roots in one spot, mm-hmm. you know, even at with a family, we've seen families at this spot, you know, before it was like, no, you get a home, you put your family in, you, you know, Little Susie, you notch out every time she grows on the on the on the post or whatever right, on the right. on the you know it, it's not like that anymore. You know people want that ability, that flexibility to be able to move, um, to be able to have shopping centers and coffee shops and all this within walking distance in these micro you know communities that they're developing these little ecosystems, these little communities. Right. So you know, yeah, I mean, for, at the end of the day, and, and I've been speaking to this for over a decade now and saying, hey, look, you know, it's, it, this is the direction that it's moving right. in. So if I'm a property manager, I'm licking my chops, you know? Well, you're licking your chops, but here's the thing, man. So the overall profession of property management uh, is going down, but the renters are going up. And so there's a huge need for practitioners, people who are excellentists. If you're a wholesaler, like this is a great opportunity for people to snatch up you know, like you said, like we said, people mm-hmm. are getting out of this industry because they just don't understand it. Um, it's too much for them. Um, they accidentally got into it. Um, but look at the and and, uh, and again, you know, I, we weren't on the on you know, speak to the numbers of why people are getting out because I guarantee if you if you take a much more granular look, mm-hmm. it's the realtor that sold homes mm-hmm. that decided to get into property management to mm-hmm. keep the car payment of the Mercedes that they paid for right. so they can drive their clients around in keep, you know, whatever lifestyle they had, they decided to get involved with property management as an afterthought and really wasn't a practitioner. Correct. So they enter into the space, get their butt kicked and exit the space. That's right. You know, when the, when, 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 whenever the opportunity because another job came along or maybe housing picked up, which is not the case, right. but you know, most likely another offer came along and they got out and they exited so I think the reason why you see a decline is because of who actually was, was, was in there. They got their butt kicked and they're out. They were never really practitioners to begin with. We All speak right. to practitioners. We speak to people who built property management companies who exactly. understood that the main focus should be on passive income. Correct. There's not passive income in, a, in, a, in selling homes. That's commission-based. Right. How do you build a business around a commission-based model is beyond me. 
why you would put that energy in building a business around a commission-based um, uh, business is beyond me. I would build my brokerage around property management. Correct. And then if I, you know, as, as alternative revenue streams, if I wanted to sell a house or sell retail or, or, or commercial, you know, I would look at sales, but I would focus on what could bring in passive income, which is mm-hmm. obviously the property management piece. And then as I perfected that and I got comfortable with putting in the right types of systems and staffing it, then I'm looking at how do I take my property management business and create myself an ownership Correct. through the syndication process. How can the property management company now morph into a uh, or add to the the the, the umbrella um, a syndication right. where I'm a general partner and I'm saying I will go out and find not only find properties because I'm a licensed real estate agent and broker. I'll find a deal, a project. I'll service the deal. I'll manage the deal, and I'll take X percentage as the general partner. Love it. For me, that's that's the ultimate game. We we should all be involved with real estate to own. Yep. To own. Exactly. To be able to drive down the street and say, I have ownership in that building, or that's a project, that's a project, that's my project. Right. Not stand in front of your car, stand in front of a a, a jet and, and 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 on the hood of a Lamborghini and talk to me about real estate. That is that's, I mean, I can't tell you how stupid, how irritated I right, get when right. I see that. Stand in front of a building you own. Correct. Talk to me about, you know, that that buying the block, how we say in our podcast, buy the block. Yep. Talk to me about how you're talking about buying the block. Talk to me about how you're talking about buying your next, pro- your, 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 your next apartment building. How do we take individuals from selling homes to owning and operating property management to then becoming syndicators? That's the progression that I would like. That's the that's the subject that I want. That's 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 what we should be focusing on. Agreed. If I'm a real estate professional, and Agreed. all of this information they yeah they 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 put in this report yep speaks to everything we've been saying for the last ten years. Exactly, and you'll be able to get this report at ryanchavis.com forward slash industry report. Um, the reason I wanted to touch on that be is that you know as a digital marketer. I tend to look at different industries and I look at competition. What is the competition level of the industry? And when the competition is low, it's a great opportunity for my clients to go in and actually take over. Uh-huh. And so we're seeing this decline in property managers, not because of the financial aspects, but they just don't know how to operate these properties. Skillset. They don't know what they're doing. It's, it's like, well, it's like coming to the pros. Right. We, we, you know, we, we, we start washing out yep. what you did at, in, in Collegiate. Yep. When you get to the pros, you figure out the game is much faster. Yep. I still, okay. I you still look at that. Look at that board up that with the with the Jets. <laughs> yep. You know he he was talking about in his in the in the in the little thing they shot before the game. He was saying that ah oh, you know I've I picked up so much because I started watching film, and so I'm not improvising with the plays right. um, anymore. So I'm 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 learning the playbook more in depth. Right. right. Son. Tom Brady, while you're thinking about it and you're improvising, Tom Brady's in the film room. Fast forwarding, rewinding, fast forwarding, rewinding. Ray Lewis, I know for a fact because I'm there and I'm listening with Ray. Yep. I sat at Ray's house with him, okay, on multiple times. When he won the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl MVP for the first time, he stayed with me mm-hmm. in Tampa. I've sat with Ray, and I listened and talked and watched him film, film, film. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards, rewind, rewind. Same play over and over again. While these other cats are are, are, are trying to improvise, Correct. 
These guys are mastering 10,000 hours to become 20,000 hours to master your skill. These guys are practitioners. So when a practitioner meets someone who's just half-assing it, you see a 30-0 score. I got to drop a bomb on that. Drop a bomb. Drop a... There it is. Just that's what the Jets got blown up. You see, thirty zero couldn't even post numbers. When a when a when 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 you when a when a when someone who's just half fasting, someone who's just like a lot of the people we see at these groups when we go and we speak at all over the country. Correct. We see people who are just interested or who are interested in real estate. You see people interested in property management get involved with. When that person, that interested person, meets a practitioner. It's a wrap. It's then a wrap. that's why they, they're exiting. Yep. Because it's like, oh, sh- yeah, the game is much faster. Yep. Yeah. Middle linebacker runs a 4-2. <laughs> you, you know, you were used to the DBs running a 4. Middle linebacker, hell, de- de- some of these tackles run. Yeah, these folks, it's, 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 a, it's a different. These windows become smaller yep. to throw into. Jameis Winston. Yep. It was easy to throw into those windows in college. You can't throw those same type of balls and be looking your receiver in the eye, and, 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 and you know, those windows are smaller. The timing is, it's a much faster game. And so you see them get to the pros, and you're like, wait a minute, this is a Heisman Trophy winner. Right. It's the same. Wait a minute, this guy was the top sales agent in our office, getting his butt kicked in property management or, you know, and you haven't seen that with syndicators yet no. because the economy hasn't hasn't washed out a lot of folks correct so you're, you're going to be able to see who's a true practitioner at the at the syndication level as well nate because right now the economy has been real good rents have all has been on the rise you know but you, you, when you start to see the softening in the economy you look at the new imf correct reports and you start looking at you know no matter how long the inverted yield curve was or was not i'm not here to discuss that but you know you start seeing signs of a uh of a, a softening in the economy mm-hmm. you'll start to see who Really knows how to underwrite projects. Absolutely. Who knows how to manage and operate projects Correct. when you can weather the storm. You'll Correct. start to see the same thing happen Correct. to syndicators. Because, yeah, like like we said, I mean, this this mix of um, intentional investors with the accidentals getting out, there's a huge opportunity for syndicators to snatch up properties, but they're missing out on one key thing is that, you know, each property is its own little ecosystem. And that local area if you don't know that local area and you can't manage that property standalone, if you're you're grabbing properties all across the United States and don't have the ecosystem to manage it, yeah, it's, tough. it's dangerous, man. It's tough, yeah. you know, and and that's where you do employ the help of of property managers. Mm-hmm. But I'm not just going to employ the help of property managers. You know, when we're out of state, I'm going to still train that exactly. staff based on exactly. how I want you to operate. My 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 my, you know, our boy, our boy Paul um, Paul Sampson from the Franchise Edge would appreciate yep. this. No matter what we do. With Chavis Capital, no matter what projects we we take down, no matter if I have to get a third party property manager and bring them in, and then I'm the asset manager over, right. they still will have to. In order to take over my property, they will have to be trained in the ways of how we operate our properties at Chavis Capital, based upon our management plan that we set. Exactly. Not the management plan that they've set for my property, but the management plan that I've set for the property manager that they have to execute, and then me as the asset manager. I'm maintaining and watching over and making sure that third party property manager uh, adheres to the management plan that I set forth and the training that I set forth for them to go through. Right. So, you know, even then, you know, I'm benefiting from their local knowledge, but I'm also making sure that they're well trained in the way we handle things and we do things because you got to think of when you're building your portfolio of apartment buildings, it's a franchise. True. And it has to operate from a from an operational 
uh, standpoint, when you have a portfolio, it, it, it needs to be identifiable. Mm-hmm. It needs to be predictable mm-hmm. because through predictability comes profitability. I'll say that again. Through predictability comes profitability. Drop a bomb on it. Drop another bomb. <laughs> so you can't get to profitability until you've right. mastered predictability. How do you master predictability? It's through systems. Correct. What are systems? They identify the work that needs to be done, then tell the user how to go about performing that work. Mm. So for me, that's, that is the hallmark of who we are at Chavis Capital. So I'm going to make sure whether or not a third part, third party management, you're still going to have to adhere to the way we do things operationally. Right. So I can ensure that there's consistency. And then when there's consistency, then there's profitability. When there's profitability, then there's shareholder happiness. Then our investors are happy because we're reaching our pref. When we're reaching our prefs, then we're getting paid on the waterfall structure. Exactly. That's how that that's, in a nutshell, we you know that that's that's syndication one hundred one. One hundred one. Well, real quick before we take off, man, where can people go to hone their skills and become this excellent property manager, asset manager, syndicator? What type of resources are available to them? Yeah, I mean, and and before we, you know, brag on our own, go for it. There's a ton of there's great guys out there that are doing and have good educational pieces too. So I'd like to be able to shine the light on others who are doing things, you know, in a positive right. way. Like Jake and Gino. Yep. Uh, you know, I love what they're doing and the education that they have. I was on their podcast. You know, there's 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 countless others out there who are who are who are doing um, you know, that have great educational um uh programs. As far as asset management, property management, underwriting, and, and involving it with apartments, you know, for me, you know, I'm always, you know, the multifamily matrix, what we've created is, is the best, I think, in coaching and consulting. Um, you know, most of our training materials are approved for CE. So, right. you know, we're at a different level when it comes to providing training because, you know, our training, I, we, we train housing authorities, government right. agencies. We train um you know, uh, uh, real estate professionals, brokers, agents, our stuff is uh, approved for CE. So, you know, I think we bring, you know, we, we, we bring a real, uh, you know, um, different level of, of training and education. Absolutely. And then now with the multifamily matrix from which, uh, we've created and worked on over the last year and now have launched, um, creating this, this, this matrix is just for me, it's just, you know, this is, this is, this, is, if I had this when I started, you know what I mean? We, if we, if you know, man, I, you know, I, I get chills just thinking about the multifamily <laughs> matrix. If I had that, exactly. you know, these resources in my hand, the ability to underwrite, have tools, have flyers, have websites, have, you know, consulting, uh, one-on-one consulting, have, you know, uh, the author who wrote the book, break it down for you and be able to have access to all these forms and contracts and all the things that I need to be successful in one place. Um, specifically the apartments correct yeah man i mean it's you know for me yeah you know it's 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 that's that that's why we that's why we did it man that's why we did it absolutely and uh you can learn more about the multifamily matrix at brianchavis.com forward slash matrix Uh, we don't want to make this into a sales pitch but we understand what your goals are of owning uh multifamily and actually operating it we understand that once you actually acquire the property you really should master the operational side so we put together a, a huge variety of resources, including weekly coaching sessions with Brian Chavis himself. You know, so um, you have the opportunity to speak with Brian Chavis and his team on a weekly basis. Uh, we're going to really help you reach your goals. 
Uh, so that's why it's important that we talk about that on the podcast um, and not necessarily try to just do a sales pitch. But, um, you know, please stick with us. Make sure you subscribe to By the Block with Brian Chase. Yes. And like Gary V says, I'm watching too. Exactly. We're, we're keeping an eye on you. Please subscribe, guys. And don't forget to ask your questions. You can reach out to us at brianchavis.com. Uh, you can reach out to us on the podcast platforms and ask your questions directly through the podcast platforms. Um, you know, this is for you guys. Uh, we want to answer your questions. We want to talk to you. And uh, B, once again, man, thank you for joining me, bro. And I look forward to speaking with you next week. Absolutely. And don't, and don't forget, Nate, they're able to hang out with us now That's in right. 2020. Absolutely. You know, we, we have our meetup starting in 2020. Exactly. We have our apartment socials kicking off again. We gave you a small sample of the socials uh, over the last couple of months, you know, uh, the drinks and the food right. and the hanging out. And now we're doing it at a much higher level. Uh, we, 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 we've seen, we've seen where we can improve on that. And it's, it's just, it's just a nice vibe to come out and hang with other successful investors and, and industry leaders. And then, you know, don't, you know, we're, we're going to have the educational content. We're going to be breaking down properties on a monthly basis, walking you through underwriting, walking you through asset management, portfolio management, you know, at our meetups, we're gonna, you know, guys, you know, we expect to see you at the buy rent profit meetups and, uh, you know, sponsored by Chavis Capital and by the block. So guys, we, uh, you know, you're going to be able to rub elbows with us on a, on a monthly basis at multiple times, multiple venues. Exactly. So make sure you go to brianchavis.com to learn more about all our events, all of our socials, everything that we can do to help you be successful in owning multifamily in 2020. And uh, once again, B, thank you so much, man. I look forward to speaking with you next week, brother. Thanks, man. See you next week. All right, talk to you soon. Bye.